Good morning, everybody. We have a mixed trade in the grain markets here early on Friday morning. It is 6.30 a.m. Central Time. December corn futures down a half cent at 5.29. November soybeans down five and three quarters at 12.90 and a quarter. December Chicago wheat up one at 7.14. December Kansas City wheat down a quarter cent at 7.20 and a quarter. December spring wheat up a quarter cent at 9.06 and three quarters. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. Leave me a rating or review if you have not already. If you guys are watching on YouTube, again, my goal is to get to 5,000 subscribers. Short term here, though, we can get to 3,000 probably over the next week or so. So if you are watching these videos and uh, you like the content, if you're watching consistently, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you hit the like button. It'll help YouTube to spread this stuff out, help me to keep this channel going. If you need some additional assistance from me, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan here in the upper right-hand corner. I've got a really nice subscription service, guys. I send out a ton of information to my subscribers every business day. My morning email goes out every day uh, just before 6.30 a.m. Central Time, right before I start these live streams. And uh, that includes every overnight headline you need to be aware of, charts, graphics, weather info, all of my grain marketing recommendations broken down by crop, by crop year, by percentage, my subscriber-only videos and content. I really get in in depth uh, in regard to the markets, in regard to marketing in those videos. They're very, very popular. This is a monthly deal. Uh, It's billed to your credit card automatically. You can cancel it at absolutely any time. There's no other fee. There's no other obligation. I won't try to sell you anything else. Um, Certainly check this deal out this weekend, guys, if you are seeking uh, some additional information. China bought some U.S. soybeans yesterday, so it's been kind of a merry-go-round of of sales and cancellations this week. On Wednesday, it was reported that uh, Chinese buyers and also an unknown destination canceled or perhaps switched to Brazil some U.S. soybean cargoes. This was likely the result of ongoing issues at the Gulf. China needed beans in October. They weren't going to get them from the U.S., so they they moved to Brazil. Now, yesterday, USDA confirmed that China bought 132,000 metric tons of U.S. beans. That is the exact amount that they had canceled the day prior. Maybe these are the PNW purchases that uh, were rumored earlier this week. I'm not too sure. USDA doesn't give you a destination in the export sales reports. But in any case, uh, kind of back and forth here. Now, we did have our weekly uh, export sales report yesterday. Corn sales were absolutely terrible, uh, 247,000, well below expectations, which were in the 500,000 to 1 million range. So perhaps issues at the Gulf still a factor there. Soybean sales were near the upper end of expectations at 1.26 million metric tons. That's only about half of last year's number, though, for the same week. Last year, we were like two and a half, I think, or pretty close to it. Um, Wheat sales were actually a marketing year high at 617,000 Nigeria a big buyer of U.S. wheat. Total wheat sales for the marketing year are the second worst in 12 years still, but uh, that was a good uh, sales number for wheat last week, a step in the right direction, certainly. So bigger picture here, U.S. corn commitments for the marketing year are still record high, uh, largely due to that those early Chinese purchases. Uh, soybean sales are down 31% versus uh, the same week or versus the same time frame last year. And USDA projects that for this marketing year, soybean sales will decline, I believe, 7.5%. It's too early to uh, sound the alarm here regarding export sales and beans, but you've got to watch this situation. We're 31% behind last year. USDA says we'll end up 7.5% behind last year. So we've got to play catch up here in regard to soybean sales. Corn planting has begun in Argentina. The grain exchange there said that farmers had planted 
2.3% of the crop just getting started noted that rainfall in early September was a positive for crop potential. Uh, the quote was this, the rains recorded during the first half of September allowed humidity levels to be renewed, promoting the start of the campaign. Uh, they're projecting the crop at 55 million metric tons, which would be a record if realized. Uh, the previous record was 51 from two years ago. USDA's got the crop proje projected at 53. Farmers in Argentina have expanded acreage for eight consecutive years. They will likely plant the equivalent of about 17 and a half million acres this year. Argentina is the uh, world's fifth largest corn grower behind the U.S., China, Brazil, and the EU. So off to a good start. Uh, big expectations there. We got some rains moving across parts of the Corn Belt here this morning. Uh, Nebraska, Minnesota, a uh, little bit of Iowa. This system is so this is the, the radar here as of this morning, this system, which is over parts of eastern Nebraska, western Iowa, this thing's going to break up before it makes its way even even into, say, eastern Iowa or Illinois. That's the way that it looks. And then you might see some scattered stuff in the eastern Corn Belt here this weekend. Now, when you get into uh, Monday, Tuesday next week, that's where you're going to see some more organized rainfall here for Minnesota, for Iowa and for uh, the eastern Corn Belt. So, yeah, you could see some, you know, harvest. I'm not going to call them harvest delays. Harvest activity may be hindered just slightly, but this is not a big deal. This is a perfectly normal type stuff. I talked about those cooler temperatures uh, yesterday for the Northern Plains. The GFS has peeled back that forecast, uh, not quite as cold. So I don't think you've got much of a frost risk here over the next uh, seven to 10 days at least. The U.S. dollar index rose to a fresh three-week high yesterday. Uh, the dollar rallied versus a basket of global currencies, of course, um, on the heels of a stronger-than-expected U.S. retail sales report. The report indicated a, an increase uh, in August of 0.7%. The trade expected a decline of 0.8%, so that's a big shift versus expectations. Um, the expectation or the, the general thought ahead of this number was that you know this COVID resurgence would result in, in a lower number. Now they think back-to-school buying has encouraged a higher number. But in any case, um, it sent the dollar higher. Jobless claims were slightly above expectations. 332,320 was the expectation. The stock market has set back here the last couple of weeks. Uh, an all-time high was posted back in early September, and we are now one and a half to two percent below that uh, all-time high here this morning. Cattle market yesterday was uh, lower in the fat cattle, mostly feeder cattle were more of a mixed affair, stronger in the uh, uh, September and October, and then lower in the deferreds. Cash cattle has been mostly 124 in the south. That's kind of what we're moving towards, uh, 126 in the north. The box beef market was off sharply yesterday. Choice boxes off more than $3. Select boxes off 673. Big move lower there. In the outside markets here on Friday morning, the U.S. dollar just marginally lower. The S&P's down 11, the Dow's down 70, bonds off a few ticks, precious metals slightly higher. Crude oil is down 44 cents in the November WTI at 71.93. Everybody have a great weekend. I'll talk to you guys on Monday morning.